Welcome to GRIT, the Real Estate Growth Mindset Podcast, hosted by Brian Charlesworth, founder of Sisu. Sisu provides growth automation software for real estate. You'll hear stories from real estate thought and technology leaders, team owners, and brokers on how to grow their business in a rapidly changing industry. You'll learn how to transform your brokerage and teams into a high-performing and analytics-driven business so you have a new, durable, competitive advantage against disruption in your market. So let's get right into it. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Great Podcast. I'm Brian Charlesworth, your host of the show. And today we have a super special show super excited about. Uh, actually, it comes from our C2 Summit last week where we met with over 60 team owners, broker owners, and coaches, uh, just some of the top industry leaders. And uh, to top that event off, we actually welcomed Tom Ferry into the studio here in StreamYard, uh, two days straight of just 30-minute sessions. This is a 20, 25-minute, actually a 30-minute session with Tom. And um, anyway, you guys are going to love it. The, the whole purpose of the Business Summit was to um, really prepare you get ready for the best 2021 ever. And in the real estate industry, you have about 15 months, which Tom is going to get very clear on, 15 months to just execute and make a lot of money. So I wanted to share this with you guys for today's show. Enjoy it. I think you're going to love it. And uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Thanks so much. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our final session today. Uh, I'm sitting here with Tom Ferry, the icon, the mystery, the myth, the, uh, I call you the Gary V of real estate. Um, just, uh, <laughs> like Tom, if anyone thinks about who is like that icon in real estate, I couldn't think of anything, anyone better to present and to, to share our final session with today than Tom. So I got to meet Tom, I don't know, about a year ago personally. Good friend of ours, Joe Hanauer, introduced us. I got to go to dinner. What a great way to meet Tom is to just go to dinner with him and okay. uh, really enjoyed that. And we've stayed in touch ever since and consider Tom a dear friend. And Tom, I'm going to turn it over to you. Uh, we're going to give you about 20 minutes and 15, 20 minutes, and then we'll open it up to questions for all of the audience. And uh, if they don't have questions, I've got plenty. All good. So first of all, Sisu Nation, uh, hey, nice to talk to you. Brian, congrats on, you know, doing this summit and, you know, really getting your, your group of people together, learning together, sharing together. There is no doubt, my friends, um, I'm going to assume you all know who I am. Maybe you made the mistake of clicking on one of my ads and I followed you around the internet for the last, you know, 11 years, who knows. Um, but very quickly, today I was just looking at the numbers. I'm coaching one, two, three, four, five CEOs of real estate company, starting with the CEO of Home Services, Gina Bafari, who's been my client for 21 years. I cold called him when I was 19 years old. We've been friends ever since. He's having a monster year. Uh, the number two century-owned company right now in the US, Redwood out of the DC, Maryland area, Eddie, Sean, and Nick. Been working with them for several years. Every one of these CEOs, right? When I look down that list, right? The number one Berkshire Hathaway, Matt Rand, who just uh, you know sold a, a piece of his business to the Howard Hanna Group and nine agents that are right now at an average of $5.5 million in closed and pending GCI, what do they all have in common, right? What do all these men and women have in common? And the answer is they are crazy bullish 
on their business right now and they're going all in. And I don't mean that to be cliche. I don't mean it to be motivational. I mean, Janelle Garrison, who I was just having a coaching conversation with, said to me the following, all of you have done it this year and someone on your team has done it this year. I'm tired. Oh my goodness. I've like literally taken six months worth of work and I've compressed it into three and I have just worked my face off the last three months. So I'm on this session with Janelle. Janelle's at $3.7 million closed year to date. And she says to me, I'm tired, right? She's 42 years old. She's got two kids, you know, working from home, school from home, right? All the nuttiness. And she literally said to me, oh, I'm exhausted. And I couldn't help but think, do you need some time off? And I was like, Jen, are you okay? And I go, do you need some time off? Like, I care, right? She's been a client forever. And she's like, no, I'm just letting you know I need to work my face off right now because I'm going to make even more money. I'm going to save more money. I'm going to get more positive reviews. Tell them I need to work harder. I just needed to vent for a second. That, that right there, my friends, that is the mindset of the best people right now. Everybody's tired. It's like, you know, we got five more minutes left in the game. You're exhausted. You're in the NBA. Your hands are down on your knees, but you know, like I got to hydrate and I got to go. My question for you is how bullish are you right now? How bullish are you on the next 14, 15 months? Brian, I just spent an hour and 15 minutes with Ivy Zellman, the Zellman Report, Zellman Associates, anybody out there that knows, she is the one that everybody turns to, Wall Street, hedge funds, real estate brokers to say, tell us what's going to happen. And she's like, across the US, 5.9% appreciation in home prices. The market is going to scream next year. It's going to be unbelievable. If you're busy now, you're going to be even busier than you've ever been throughout all of 2021. She said then, so this is not me talking, pay attention. She said, and then once the vaccine is set and everybody gets back to work, the economy will normalize. Watch the treasury every day, my friends. Watch the treasury every day. It just ticked up a tad. She said, it's going to start ticking up and ticking up and ticking up. And next thing you know, interest rates are going to start to climb. And just like that housing, it's going to take a break in 2022. Do you hear what I'm saying? Are you listening? 15 months. So if I knew I had 15 months to make as much as I could, to sell as many properties as I can, to push and extend my brand, I would be super mindful of a couple things. And I'm going to share those things and I'm going to share it quickly. I know it's the last session, right? Some of you, you know, you know my work. Maybe you've never seen me before, right? I'm just going to talk to you about this, the straight shoot, no BS. This is what I'm talking to my clients about that want to kill it for the next 15 months to save as much cash as they can. So whatever happens in 2022, it's all good. Here's my list. You ready? Number one, we're all looking at how do we improve on our, our existing management system. Now, this is not just a shout out to Sisu, right? But it is management system, management philosophy, management methodology. I mean, it's you know, Drucker 101, right? Whether it's EO, 40X, or OKRs, what are the principles you're running your business by? If you own your brokerage, if you're running a team, here's what I wrote down. You need to go into the next 15 months with no more than three goals. No more than three goals. But these three goals, I would argue, objectives, outcomes, results, need to be big and sexy. I wrote down the people I'm working with I know it's kind of late in the day for you guys on the East Coast and I'm going at you hard and fast, but this is just how I roll. I'll give you an example. DJ, who's a client, right, of Sisu, one of my personal clients, 
having a monster year this year. I'm not going to give you exact, his exact numbers, but I'm giving you the method that we're following. The first thing we said was we want to do a thousand plus transactions. Then we said we want 25% profitability. And then we're, we're deciding, do we want to be the best place to work in all of Jacksonville, Florida, or do we want to have the highest net promoter score slash reviews in our marketplace? We're looking at three separate goals that are meaningful, that are emotional, that are powerful, that we have to then rally the company around to rally the company around and make sure that everybody understands my notes, that everybody's on board, that everybody understands their role and that everybody knows why it matters. Now, what I love about those three, I don't know if you've done your goal setting yet. I don't know if you've done an offsite or a strategic planning session, or if you just wake up and roll the dice and see what happens. I don't know, but I know this. If we get focused on the right three goals, he's going to be able to then dial up all the levers that cause that to happen. So I loved when he and I were chatting and he said, you know, it'd be rad. Like if you guys know DJ, DJ, if you're out there, you and Lens, lots of love. He's like, what would it be like if we were named the best company to work for? Bank of America's there. Like all these huge companies are there. And he's like, what would it be like if we were named the best place to work? What kind of environment would we have to have? What kind of recruiting would we have to have? What kind of joy and satisfaction would be in the workplace, remote or not? And he was like, yeah, it's not just doing the deals and making the money. It's also having a place that people love to be at because teammates, employees, FTEs, and salespeople, when they're in a place that they love to work, they perform at their optimum. I was like, yeah, then it's the transactions and the profitability. So my question for you is, whether it's OKRs, right? You know, outcomes and key results, or it's 40X, what are your wildly important goals? What are your KPIs? How are you gonna score, scoreboard it? And what's your cadence of accountability, right? Whichever one you choose, what's super important right now is that you dig into it. And you make sure that you are managing your business to the three most important goals that matter to you. I do this with Brian, the CEO of home services. We want to do this many mortgages, this many real estate transactions, this much EBIT. It's the same thing, whether it's an agent here that has five people on their team or Gino who has 96,000. It's the same thing. That's number one. Number two, being mindful of time, so we want to do some Q&A is it's all about data-driven decisions moving forward. Now, Brian, there's a reason why Hanauer introduced us, right? As a business coach, as an operator, I've got 65 companies I've invested in. I've got a bunch of businesses that I'm a part of. Yeah, I get excited. Yeah, I'm into the, you know getting people fired up. But when it comes to my business, it is all about quant. I want to know data and numbers. It doesn't mean that I don't have a heart and soul, right? Tristan, who's behind the camera, knows. I'm like, hey man, how much money have you saved? What's going on in your life? I married he and his wife, right? I got mad love for the guy behind the camera. And how many results did we get? What are the numbers? Where are we at? What are the levers we need to push to make sure that we're growing the business, right? You can have a heart and you can be managing by the numbers. And what I would stress to you guys and gals is like right now, ready? B, I always look at the same thing, like for every dashboard. So my company, we generate 14,000 leads every single month. I know what my cost per lead is. I know what lead, you know, sources convert at the higher level. I know which ones are low cost, which ones are really expensive. You know, Google versus Facebook as an example. I know these numbers. 
so I can hit the right levers when I'm talking with my head of, you know, the SDR team who are booking appointments or my consultants, right? Or each of my sales managers or my CRO or my head of biz dev, because I'm looking at all these numbers and saying, how do we crank that dial? Before I walked in there, I literally was on Salesforce and like pinged my head of sales and said, okay, yesterday, 19 sales, today, seven sales. What's up? Let's look at the dashboard. Let's make a decision. And, and I know what it is. Hey, we booked X number of appointments, but our show rate was low. See, my point to you, and I, I think, I know the reason why you love Sisu the way I love Sisu is it shows me the problems. It shows me what I need to fix, right? For you and I as operators, as CEOs of companies, people that want to drive our business and produce these amazing results, we have to be able to look and say, there's the problem. Now, what are we going to do about it? And not, not there's the problem or worse, look at the dashboard and not even know the problem. Hey, it all looks pretty good. No, I get into the weeds. Hey, how come salesperson X has a high conversion, but a bad fallout? How come salesperson Y, every time she closes a deal, we get a positive review and four referrals. And then we start modeling based upon the numbers training to make sure that everybody can produce similar results. See, if you're the CEO of your company, if you're the head of sales, if you're running a team, you got to be looking at that dashboard and tweaking and adjusting and levers all the time. I know you are. I know you are. I'm asking you to do it more. I'm asking you to do it more. Now, next thing on my list, easy one. So Matt Rand, um, Dan Blackwell, one of my commercial brokers, uh, you know, I mean, Jill Biggs, Lisa Chinati, all these extraordinary agents and CEOs of companies. A couple of years ago, Brian, I'm sure you, uh, you have met this guy and you probably read his book, right? So buddy of mine, Mark Roberge, if you've not read this book, you should download it today, audio or whatever you want to do. The Sales Acceleration Formula. He and three of his buddies started a little company called HubSpot, grew it from zero uh, it's like, I want to say it was like zero to a hundred million dollars in revenue in 18 months, in 18 months. And he lays out the blueprint. It has nothing to do with real estate, but it has everything to do with business. Mark and I became friends, right? Invested in a couple deals together. Very, very smart guy. The one thing inside this book that, that he documented and went through in detail is something that you know, and I know intuitively. And that is when sales are good, run a competition. When sales are bad, run a competition. When it's the end of the month, run a competition. When it's the beginning of the month, run a competition. When it's springtime, wintertime, summertime, beginning of the year, run more competitions. So I know this intuitively as a coach and you know it inside a real estate brokerage, right? Here's the problem. When all your competitions are lagging indicators, AKA who had the most sales, who took the most listings, the same people win over and over and over again. I know as a coach, I learned many, many moons ago. Matter of fact, short little diversion story. The first year my buddy Steve Murray published the top 100 agents on the original Wall Street Journal list, 16 of them were my clients. About three years later, I'm in Florida at NAR accepting the award for the number one agent in the world, my personal client, a guy named John McMonagall. When I took John on as a client, he was already a great agent. I mean, he was $140 million in sales, Newport Beach, California. I just sat down with him and said, hey man, the human mind can only focus on one thing at a time. What's the most important lever we need to pull in order to get you the breakthrough results you want? He's like, I don't know. And I said, John, 
do you want to handle buyers or listings? He's like, all I want to do is list houses. I said, okay, great. How many listing appointments do you go on in a typical week? He's like, three? I said, how much capacity do you have? He said, I'd go on three a day. Everything we did was built around get them on three appointments a day for listings. Surprise, surprise. Two years later, he's the number one agent, you know, on the Wall Street Journal list under the teams. Right? I think that year, I don't know, $500 million in volume, which now seems like nothing these days. And guess what? That's the message with his team, with your team. I look at Matt Rand, Dan Forsman. I was just going through Dan's numbers. Dan is the CEO of Berkshire Hathaway, Georgia Properties, right? We do four appointment setting competitions every year, one a quarter, four appointment setting competitions. We have the managers doing it for recruiting. We got all the agents, right? Buyer appointment, seller appointment, we don't care. Here's what the typical results are. He's got 1,600 agents. We'll get 600 of them to participate for six weeks or nine weeks. And six weeks seems to be the optimal. And guess what happens? If you've been enjoying Grit, please help us continue to grow the channel by leaving a five-star review and sharing it with a friend. Now back to Grit. We're driving. We don't care if they're lousy appointments. We don't care if you're meeting your mother at, you know, at Starbucks and you're calling an appointment because here's what we know. The only leading indicator to an offer or a signed listing is an appointment. So we just drive results on appointments. Dan's business, Matt Rand's business, Eddie's business, Gino's business, your business. If we're just keep them in competition and make it fun, we're pulling that lever and we're getting better results. Does that make sense? Now, I will tell you a cute story. Matt Rand says to me one day, I've been coaching Matt, his mom, Marsha, is a legend in the business. I've worked with them for 27 years of my, of my career, my 31 years. Matt and I are working together one day. He says, I got to be honest, I don't like appointments. Or he didn't say that. He said, I don't like competitions. And I said to him, you know, we're on Zoom. And I said, Matt, I don't care. He's like, well, no. I said, no, Matt, who cares what you like? You're the CEO of the company. Your only job is to produce results, to drive performance, to pull the levers that bring us results. He's like, I know, I know, I know. Ready? We do the first competition. We only have like 500 people do it, but they booked like 8,000 appointments. And we're talking about in New York and New Jersey in like February and March. How do you think the spring market? We just flew into it. So they're flying. They're having their, they're like, he's like, this is unbelievable. And now suddenly he's a rock star CEO. So guess what I say? Okay, great. We need the early summer competition. And we started another one, like in June. And he's like, another one? We drive like crazy. We crush the summer. And then I say, same thing. Let's go again in the fourth quarter. And he goes, well, my managers, I said, okay, Matt, if you're watching right now, you know, I love you. <laughs> you're eating this one, buddy. I'm like, Tell me, he goes, well, my managers say they're tired of this competition. They like to do a different competition. You know what I said to him? Listen to me. Good business people run plays that work. They don't do dumb shit. Sorry if you have kids watching. You with me? I literally said that. He's, he's a personal client. I love the guy. Run plays that work. That's the point. Guess what they did? Fourth quarter appointment setting competition. Bam. Right into the holidays. And how do you think that impacted them in New York? starting January, February, March. It's major point number three. I hope you got it. Okay, bonus one, number five, or number four. I said three, but I'm going to give you a fourth, and we'll, we'll do some Q&A, Brian. The, the fourth thing I'm going to tell you is a lot of you have made more money this year than you made in a while. You made it a short amount of time, but you're making a lot of money. 
I was talking to Greg Schwartz, who many of you may know, the former president of Zillow. He's been a friend for, gosh, almost 10 years. And he was saying, you know, what are you seeing in the marketplace? What's going on? And I said, Greg, more agents have made more money this year than they've ever made in their life. I mean, it's, and I'm not saying everybody, I'm saying it's the rich and the rest, right? It's you guys, right? And the rest, and you've made more money than you've ever made before. And what I'm telling him is I said, here's what I'm sensing. People are taking their foot off the gas. It's almost the end of the year. They're taking the foot off the gas. I made a bunch of money. They're taking the foot off the gas. Hey, I just bought a second home in the lake. And, and what they need is they need to double down on accountability. Now, I'm not telling you to hire me as a coach. There's a lot of ways you can get accountability. Hire another assistant, hire two ISAs to make more phone calls. You can increase your accountability by staffing up to go out and grow to the next level. Trade some shekels for growth. You with me? Like there's a lot of ways you can do it. Make a check payable to the political party you don't want to send the money to. Give it to someone and say, if I don't follow through on my key results, on the things I'm supposed to do, send the check. There's a lot of ways you can do it. But what I want to stress to you guys right now is think about it. We're in one of this. It's a crazy thought because you got everything that's happened. And I live in California. You got wildfires. You got social unrest. You got political divide like we've never seen before. You got the pandemic. You got like all this insanity. And yet housing is booming like crazy, right? Booming like crazy. So we're in this tale of the two. And all I want to stress to you is, you got TikTok, TikTok, 15 more months. This isn't motivational. This is you got 15 months to make as much money as you can, pay off all of your debts, save more cash than you've ever saved before. So you can dig that moat, as Buffett always talks about, so your business and your life are more secure. Brian, the number of people I was telling that to in 2005, some listened. Some listened. Some put themselves in a position to really win. And some people in 2007 were calling me and saying, can you help me get an REO account? I'm just telling you right now, CEO to CEO, this is your time. And it's going to go by that quick. Brian? 15 months, Tom. That is not a lot of time. I mean, that's, that's kind of a scary thought, right? Like you're saying put the pedal to the metal. If you're thinking of letting up, this is when most people let up is this time of year. Don't do that this year, right? Yep. All the way down for the next 15 months. 100%. Yep. I literally, I literally, guys, I'll be married 27 years at the end of this month. And I literally just said to my wife yesterday, she's like, you're working really hard. I said, baby, I'm going to work harder than you can imagine for the next 15, 16 months. And I said, I just know that if we do the right things right now, A, we're going to help a lot of people. And we do that, we win. And it's it's the same thing. I'm asking you to just be honest. It is raining cash right now. And if you're not, if you're not pulling it in, you're blowing it. Yeah. So uh, for anybody that has questions, feel free to start asking those questions. Put them in. I'll pull those up as many as I can. In the meantime, Tom, I've got a question for you. Mindset Monday has been something that I... I mean, you started it. You've been doing it for a while. It's something that I listen to every week. Thank you. I always enjoy it more when it's you than when it's somebody like Joseph. Not that nothing against Joseph, but. <laughs> That's cool. That's weird. That was a test. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, I want you to talk about mindset because you've talked about everything it takes to run a business except yeah. mindset. And yeah. you are the king of mindset. So please share with us a little bit about that. 
So, so it, it's two things. You got your psychology versus your mindset. Your, your psychology is like how you view the world, how you move your body, the questions you ask yourself and what you put your focus on. That's really like the operating system, like iOS on your phone versus Outlook, maybe Gmail, that kind of stuff. It's an operating system. So I will tell you that I do spend time every day making sure that A, I feel good. So yoga in the morning, stretching, listening to something that gets me fired up all the time. The real keto is I'm focusing on the things that matter most and I don't let the noise come into my life. I don't get into the drama. I don't get into the politics. I just focus on the things that matter to me. Mindset though is really the answer to three questions. And my buddy, Jim Quick, I thought I had his book here. I don't uh, really synthesize this well. He said, your mindset is made up of the answers to three questions. Number one, what do you believe to be true? Like I keep saying to people, do you believe that right now is the single greatest time on the planet to be alive and to be selling real estate? What am I doing? I'm reinforcing the belief. That's what I believe. That's what I know. The data speaks it. And yet there's a lot of people that when I say that, they go, oh, you don't understand, right? Like what's happening in the world right now? And, oh, and I'm like, you're screwed. You're screwed. Now you can do something about it. You can change your mindset. The second question is, what do you believe you're capable of? And Brian, you know, like you built these you know, great companies, you know, you're capable of it, but there are people watching right now that maybe don't believe they're capable of going from hundred to 300 transactions. And therefore you don't, but you can shift that with some reading, with some coaching, with some mentoring, with a mastermind group, spending time with great people, modeling others. And then the last one is, what do you believe you're worth? And you all know this because you guys are great team leaders and brokers. You got agents that both went to the same training, came from the same background, same street and neighborhood they grew up on. One makes a fortune and one doesn't. And the simple truth is this one just doesn't believe they're worth the commission. That's why they reduce their fees and don't do the work. All those things can be worked on. This is my favorite book though right now. Now you're all going to say, oh, I've read The Art of War, but you're not reading it right. It's The War of Art. The War of Art. I'm obsessed with this book because it's all about recognizing that we have this self-talk. He refers to it as the resistance that's trying to stop you every day from being the person that you say you want to be. And it's not just rhetoric. It's a very powerful, and I like short, sweet, to the point book. So read that one tonight. Get it on audiobook and listen to it 10 times, and it'll start to shift the way you think. I, I will order that as soon as we get off of here, Tom. I have one more. I have one more question for you. Um, posting videos again. I called you the Gary V of real estate. Uh, if, if every team owner, broker owner, would take what you do and put that into their business, think of where their business would be. What does it take to do that? I mean, you are posting constantly. I, I just want I just want some reality to come. But this is, in my opinion, one of the key ways you can grow your business organically rather than having to pay somebody for leads. Well, let me give you a different a, a different thought. And th thank you. That's very kind. Gary's been a friend since 2009. And, you know, so, you know, I came to him saying, hey, I started my YouTube show in 2007. What are you doing? How's it working? And, you know, and he's been just fantastic. Right. And we coach his his sister now for the last two years, you're selling real estate and killing it. Um, here's what I want you guys to get. In May of this year, I made up a list of 17 of the most influential, smartest men and women I know in and around the real estate space. So uh, Brian and I's mutual friend, right? Joe Hanauer being one, Greg Schwartz from Zillow being another, Steve Azonian, who is, I think, one of the brightest guys in the real estate space and, and multiple others. And the question that I asked them was this, 
knowing what you know about the wave of startup businesses, well-capitalized businesses coming after the $86 billion in US commission dollars that are very vulnerable to people that have figured out how to make this a beautiful experience for buyers and sellers, or at least attempting to, what do I have to do to position my clients to win? Give me your insight, right? Give me your you know, 400 years of wisdom. And I'm telling you right now, my friends, they gave me six things. I, I don't have time to go through all six, but I'm going to give you the one that's related to what Brian's asking. And here's what they all said. Look, buy buyer, discounters, arbitragers, portals, better digital marketers, better offers, better ads, television, radio, digital. They're going to come at you hard. How do you dig a moat around your business? It's only one thing, your brand, your brand. And I was so stoked when they said that because I've known that to be true. And I pushed that hard, which is why I tell people create a content show, do more videos, hire a videographer. If you're a broker, you're creating content for new agents. You're creating content for agents in your marketplace to recruit them over. Right. If you're if you're a team leader, you're creating content showing behind the scenes. This is how we do it. It's HGTV. It's million dollar listing, but you're responsible for it. No one wants to see another photo of your listing on your Instagram page. No one. But everybody wants to see the video, the before and after. Everybody wants to see, what's up, guys? I just listed this brand new property at 1234 Banana Street. Oh, my goodness. It is so insane. I can't wait. Just, people want to see that. You want to know why? Because your vibe attracts your tribe. And whether you're dull and boring, and you'll attract more dull and boring, or you are like, super rock star, big expressive personality. They want to snack on you all day long. So the most important hire, and this is going back five, six years ago, we have all these agents now, Brian, that first said, hire a videographer who's a wedding videographer who's kind of free during the week and we'll snack them up and get them to do some stuff. And now we have hundreds of people that have full-time videographer, you know, peeps in their office that film their listing videos, do their listing launches, and then help them create content. It's, it's another tool of accountability. I've got Tristan here and Tristan knows that we got, you know, three more, right. Plus podcasting. So I got all these people. So I have to create content because otherwise, why am I paying all those salaries? Does that make sense? Your, yeah. Their brand. I'm telling you guys, your brand, and if you are a secret agent or you're just arbitraging all these sites and channel partners, God bless you. I get it. I, I'm a fan also. But if they don't know who you are, if they don't know who you are, your business is extremely vulnerable. Okay, Tom, you wrote the play, do challenges around appointments. Are there any other items that you would recommend for uh, challenges in this environment? I'm seeing that from uh, from Ben. Do you have a couple sales competition examples you highly recommend in our current environment? So Ben, the story about Matt Rand, appointments. We kill it. Then he's like, what now? And I'm like, more appointment competition. He's like, oh, okay. He does it again. And then, oh, my managers don't want it. I'm like, shut the front door. I don't care. Do it again. Tell your managers to eat it. We're going to do another competition around appointments. That's it, brother. Like, that play work. It's kind of like this. Like I'm not a huge like football, you know, guy. I'm more of an NBA. Like I love the NBA. Like if you know pick and rolls are winning, I'm gonna run pick and rolls over and over and over until they stop me. And if they never stop me, I'm gonna win the game. And that's what I want you to get. Like we're always looking for like the new next shiny penny. What's no? 
Find the fundamental stuff that works and do it over and over and over. Then you know what you do? You change up the game. You switch up the teams, right? You do some brackets, but it's always appointments, 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 because it's the only leading indicator to what you want, which is signed contracts. Tom, I know we're out of time. Uh, yeah. We do have somebody wanting a list of your books you recommend. Is there a, is there a place we can go to find that? TomFerry.com. There's a, there's definitely somewhere on there a list of books. Um, I'm literally, hold on, I'm going to do this. Because somebody asked me today while I was on another show, hey, Tom, could you recommend a book that we should read? And I said, yeah, all of those. Do it between now and the end of the year. Ready? War of Art. The Five Most Important Questions from Peter Drucker. Sales Acceleration Formula, because it's like this is the game that you're actually in. The Alter Ego by my buddy Todd Herman is ridiculously good. It's so, especially if you're shy or you know you want to perform well, but sometimes you're nervous and afraid. My buddy Nir Ayel wrote this book called Indistractable. It's all about the hacks to get your time back. Invaluable, especially right now. Old school, my buddy Todd Duncan, high trust selling, Jim Quick, limitless. I mean, I can go on for days. Here's the point, my friends. Like, go on to Amazon and type in best business books and start buying them. Because if you're not spending 90 minutes a day right now, educating yourself on better business methodologies, marketing methodologies, conversion, leadership, sales, growth, and stop just looking at real estate. Look at SaaS companies. Look at the biggest Fortune 5,000 companies. What are they doing? My buddy runs uh, three-day blinds. Get this, Brian. You'll appreciate it. He's got 500 salespeople. They sell blinds. Their addressable market is every window in the country. They spend about a million dollars a month on Facebook ads. He books on average 4,000 appointments every week for his sales team. And all they do is go on appointments. I go talk to him. I don't want to talk to an agent that sells 40 more homes than me. I want to talk to one that sells 2,000 more homes than me and use that as the model. That's my point. Awesome. Tom, I'm going to let you go. This is, I think, how everybody feels right now. Grinning ear to ear. That's exactly what I needed to hear. So appointments, appointments, appointments. Yep. Thank you, my friend. It's always a pleasure. Uh, feel super blessed to, to have you here today and to have you in our lives. And uh, thank you for everything you do for the industry. Thanks, man. Hey, God bless you guys. Crush the end of the year. And if I can help, text me at 949-216-5466. 949-216-5466. Only I respond. All right, buddy. I'm out. I'll see you soon, Brian. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you, Tom. Thank you for joining us on our podcast. If you have an interest in a free seven-day trial of Sisu, go to sisu.co. S-I-S-U dot C-O. Make sure that you use the coupon code GRIT. That's G-R-I-T. To waive all your setup fees and receive a 10% discount on your subscription. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and want to subscribe, search GRIT, the real estate growth mindset on iTunes, Spotify, or Podbean. And with that, we'll catch you next time. Take care.